In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is risen. It's hard to believe that we've already come to the last Sunday of Pascha. Uh, this morning, David uh, made a comment when I said that. He said, yeah, it's funny that uh, the 40 days after Pascha goes by a lot more quickly than Great Lent does. <laughs> it's really funny. So we've come to the end of the Paschal season, and it's hard to believe that we have already. And um, Father Alex isn't here this morning. He's at um, St. George's uh, substituting for Father Mark. So since he's not here, I'm going to steal something from him. So just don't tell him when you see him later on. <laughs> the last couple of times that Father Alex has preached, he has done a theme. Christ is risen, and it's only the beginning. That's what he told us on Thomas Sunday. And then last Sunday, he said... Christ is risen, and everything has changed. And so I'm going to add a new one to that one. Christ is risen, and it really happened. Christ is risen, and it really happened. We need that reminder so much of the time. Christ is risen, and it really happened. And thanks be to God, we had a very physical reminder of the resurrection of Christ when we had the holy fire brought into the church. And we lit all of the candles from the fire in Jerusalem. And in fact, all of these candles even today are from that fire. And every single time a candle is lit in this church, it is from the fire that miraculously is lit in the tomb of Christ on Great and Holy Saturday, and it was brought from Jerusalem to the United States and burns in Orthodox churches all over the world. And I think that is extraordinarily exciting for us, that we can look at that flame and say, Christ is risen, it really happened. We have this flame here. Today, being May 21st, is the feast of St. Constantine and Helen. And we have Helen's icon up here in the church. And Helen was the uh, mother of Constantine, and she was the one who went on the pilgrimage to find the true cross. And we know about that from the Feast of the Elevation of the Cross on September 14th. But it was her instigation that was the building of the Church of the Holy Sepulchre and where we have the building of the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem, and where we have the building of the Church of the Ascension, uh, where Christ ascended into heaven, and we can go to those churches, we can go to those places, we can stand there, and we can say, Christ is risen, and it really happened. We have these physical places where we can actually go and point to and help us to remember that it really did happen that it's just the beginning and everything has changed and it really did happen. But so much of the time, at least for me, we have those physical reminders, we have those places where we see and we know that Christ is risen, we hear about the lives of the saints and perhaps we even experience miracles in our, our own lives and yet we don't really believe. We sit and doubt and say, did this all really happen? We're just like the Pharisees in this morning's gospel, where we have this unbelievable miracle. 
We have this man who is blind from birth, and the fathers of the church had said in the Synaxarian this morning, don't just say that he didn't have, he didn't have the ability to see, but they said he didn't have eyes. And so when Christ took the mud and he put it onto the man's eyes, he put it into his sockets, basically forming new eyeballs for the man. This is an unbelievable miracle. And Christ himself says, never before has anyone been able to be made to see who was born blind. And yet it happened. But what do the Pharisees do? They go and they ask the man, how, how were you able to see again? And they ask him again, how were you able to see again? Please tell us again how this all happened. They're not believing it. And then they call in witnesses. Are you sure that this is the guy? Are you sure that this is the one that was sitting there begging for all that time? And they even call his parents and they say, is this really your son? Is this really the guy who was born blind, who you raised, who now sits out there on the street? They had to keep trying to find the evidence. And even after over and over and over again, hearing the story of how this man was able to see, they were the ones who were blind. They were the ones who were not able to recognize who Christ is. And in fact, of course, the blind man, the one who was born blind, was the one who knew exactly who Christ is. Because we say Christ is risen, we see Christ, but we need to have that knowledge be more than just here in our brains, here in our heads. We need to take that knowledge and make sure that it penetrates into our hearts so that we actually see, so that we actually understand that Christ is risen and it really happened. How many times have you said Christ is risen in the last 40 days? a thousand or more perhaps and you have that response indeed he is risen sticking it into our heads over and over and over again but if we can make it go from our heads into our hearts that is where the real victory will be because we need to as saint paul says walk by faith not by sight because even if we didn't have the holy fire even if we didn't have the church in Bethlehem, even if we didn't have the church of the Holy Sepulcher, we should still be able to look and say, Christ is risen and it really happened. Everything has changed and it's only the beginning, as Father Alex reminded us. And in order to do that, we need to walk in the light. Christ says in the gospel this morning, I am the light of the world. Proverbs says, walking, those who walk in righteousness walk in light. Our own patron in his epistle says, he who loves his brother abides in light. We need that light. And so if we are going to be able to say and affirm in our life that Christ is risen and it really did happen, it means we have got to live in the light live following the commandments of Christ, live walking in his light and doing as he encourages and as he commands us to do and living in obedience. That's how we take that knowledge that is in our mind and move it into our hearts. Because I'm weak, I need things like the holy fire. 
Because I'm weak, I need things like those visual reminders that it really does happen. But those things are to push us in our faith so that even if they were not there, we would be changed. We would know that Christ is risen and that it really did happen. So over the course of Great Lent, those 40 days, and these 40 days that have raced by, pray that the Lord will take that knowledge of his resurrection and move it from your head into your heart so that it can change and transform who you are and what you do. Christ is risen. And it really happened. Christos Anesti. Everything is changed. I'm going to see you come. And it's only the beginning. Christos vos crece. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.